and scene. And now, to give the award for Best Actress at the Woman's Weekly Television Awards, controversial comedian Bernard Davidson. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How lovely to see all your faces after what has been quite a hideous pandemic with us all trapped at home, all trapped in our homes, eating like horses, haven't we? We've all been eating, 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 especially you in the front row there. You could have made an effort, you great big fat bitch. Honestly, look at you. The size of you is disgusting. Oh, who are you with? Oh, he's got up. He's, what are you doing coming up here? You can come. What what are you doing round the back? Oh, whoa! Ow! Ow! Oh! I've just been given a wedgie by Nicholas Witchell. Oh my God! That's brought tears to my eyes. That's that's really chafed. Oh God! Keep my fat, ugly wife's name out of your mouth. I didn't say she was ugly. I didn't mention the fact she was ugly. Well, she is. Okay, we're back from the break. And the Best Actress Award goes to... And scene. Whoa, well, I hope you enjoyed that. That was lifted again by the Lighthouse family. Coming up now, it's time for... Who's Dave blowing? Oh, who's Dave blowing? Who's he blowing now? Oh, he's blowing all over the place. I don't know what that man's doing. I've never seen anyone blow like that. It's blowing crazy. God, Dave, what are you doing now? He's blowing everyone. Right, here we are on Thursday, and it's day four. Now, who is Dave blowing today? Now I know what you're saying, one more time, because you might not have caught that at home. Here we go! <laughs> Let's go to line 24! Hello Dave, it's Carol! Oh hello Carol again. Was it he's got the whole world in his hands? Oh, I could have, could have sworn you were going to say that. It wasn't Carol, unfortunately. Not today. Goodbye, love! God loves you! Yeah, whatever. Okay, let's go to line 18. All right, Dave, it's Mustafa. All right, Mustafa, a bit of a delay there. What's your guess? Is it hit him up by Tupac, Dave? <laughs> None of your gangster rap shit here. Let's move on. Okay, finally, let's go to line four. All right, Dave, it's Steve. Hello, Steve. What's your guess, then? Is it Angels by Robbie Williams? Oh, for Christ's sake. No, it's not Angels by Robbie Williams, but good guess. All wrong today. It was St Elmo's Fire. So I was blowing John Parr. And now, to give the award for most accurate depiction of the menopause in a daytime soap, once again, controversial comedian Bernard Davidson.
Hello again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm back despite popular request. Um, it is lovely to see everyone here tonight with their partners, all the husbands with their wives and everything. But Alan Bennett, you in the front row there. I didn't expect you to come with one of the history boys. Oh, he's up. Here he comes. I suspect this, this fine man of letters is going to say a few well-chosen northern words for us. Ow! Ow! Jesus Christ, Alan Bennett just kicked me in the shin. Fuck's that. Fuck it hurts. Ah, oh, ow! You'll keep my husband's name out of your dirty fucking mouth. Jesus, Alan, I preferred it when you were just a talking head, not a kicking donkey. And the award for the best portrayal of the menopause goes to... And scene. on Bethlehem High Street. How can I help you today? Uh, ciao, Luigi. It's it's Jesus. Jesus Christ. Ah, oh, my friend, Jesus Christ. How are you? I have not seen you in so long. Um, I'm, I'm doing okay, uh, Luigi. Thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I've been hearing some things about you. Well, yeah, th there's lots in the newspapers, but you don't believe everything you read, Getting Luigi. into the catering business yourself? You put Luigi out of business. No, the whole, lo the whole loaves and fishes thing. Ignore that. That was, it was all blown out for portion. Uh, it's a very limited menu, I'm not worried. <laughs> no, no, you shouldn't be. You should be. You serve excellent food, Luigi. Uh, Luigi, I'm hoping to come and see you with some friends uh, next Wednesday, if that's oh, okay. Next Wednesday, how many people are you coming with? Uh, so we're actually 13. So we're 13 of us. 13, I think. Oh, there's going to be a squeeze on 13, but I have that big round table you always like. No, so, so as much as I love the round table, Luigi, this time. Now, now bear with me on this. I actually, there's going to be 13 of us, right? But I want a big long table for 26 because all 13 of us are going to be along one side of the table. We're not, we're not going to be sat opposite each other. What are you saying? I, I know it sounds crazy, but the other thing is I need another table for one, okay? Un tablo per uno, just, just across the way, because I'm going to have a painter. Okay, a guy who's going to paint me and my friends. My restaurant is painted so lovely to start with. No, 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 not, not the walls. He's going to paint us. He's going to paint us having dinner. So all 13 of us along one side of a long table, if you can picture that, with, with this, this guy who's the artist who's going to paint us eating our dinner. Uh, it's no, it's no way on a Wednesday. Wednesday is the busiest day of the week. Honestly, I can't do it on a Wednesday. Thursday would be good. Friday would be good. Good Friday. No, so so actually the Thursday's fine. We can do the Thursday. I actually have a thing on the Friday, which which ironically won't won't be that good. But but the Thursday's fine. The, th the Thursday will be fine. You come and see me on the Thursday then. All thirteen of you confirmed. Yeah. Thirteen of us, but a table for twenty-six. I know it's a big ask, but I honestly won't trouble you again, Luigi. This will be the last supper that I have in your restaurant. The last supper. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're only going to come for dinner in future? Well, we, we, Lunch, can talk, maybe? we can talk about that later, but this this will be the last big meal. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, now just let me, I need to just chat, just just confirm this with some of my friends that they're here now. So, to, what was that, Thomas? No, no, honestly, it'll be fine. Trust trust me. God, no, honestly, it won't be a problem. God, but Thomas, for, for my name's sake, honestly, just have some faith. Trust, trust me, it's going to matter. You're going to need it. God, 
Oh, don't be such a doubting Thomas. Jesus, sorry, it's, it's me again, isn't it? My name. Simon, what? Yes, I know you're keen. No, not, you can't do Wednesday. You'll have to wait another day. Simon, just calm down. Don't be so overzealous. Honestly, it'll be... Look, has, has anyone heard from... Has anyone heard from Judas? Matthew, have you heard from Judas? We're still on the fence. God, that's, that's typical Judas, isn't it? Well, we can't not have a space room in case he does show up. Yeah, I know. He hasn't been himself lately, has he? His legs not something to hide, but we'll have to assume he's coming. So, Luigi, sorry... All 13. All 13 meals. Ah, 13 meals, but plus your other table, that's 14 meals. Yeah, the, the artist, we can't starve the man, but just some, some bread and water will be fine. I won't turn it into fish, I won't turn it into wine, I promise. There will be a cockage on the water. No, no, honestly, it'll be fine. No wine this time. Scout's honour. Hmm. Okay, well, I'll see you on Thursday then with your 13 friends and your other friend. In a great big long table. All the tables in one row. That's the one, Luigi. I knew I could rely on you. As it's the last supper, I guess it's okay. Ciao. Add scene. And now to give the award for lifetime achievement at the Woman's Weekly Television Award, once again limping on stage is controversial comedian Bernard Davidson. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm down, but I'm most certainly not out. And it's so lovely to be here this evening to present the ultimate award to a gentleman who's going to come up on stage. Now, when he stands up and he starts walking towards us, I don't want anyone to get scared. It's not Dumbo. It's, in fact, the popular actor Martin Clunes. Oh, he looked angry. Face like thunder, Martin. I thought you'd look a bit happier getting this award. <laughs> He's coming up at quite a pace. Uh, Martin. Ow! Jesus Christ, you kicked me in the fucking bollocks. Fucking hell. I need a doctor and I don't need fucking Dr. Martin. Jesus Christ, you are a man behaving badly. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Just take the fucking statue, Martin. Martin Clunes. And scene. And now coming up on the Today programme, we're delighted to welcome the latest Home Secretary, Sir Miles Twatsworth, uh, to the studio to talk to us about his plans for the treatment of people seeking asylum in this country. Good morning. And good morning to you. So people are disgusted uh, at your latest plans. Your Rwanda plans, uh, brought in by your predecessor, have been thoroughly challenged and thrown out and discredited. And you've just replaced them with a new plan of a somewhat similar ilk. Well, the, the previous plans had, had a number of problems. And I think the primary problem being the cost of the taxpayer. Now, the Rwanda plan was going to cost many millions, potentially billions of pounds, uh, to export these illegal... Uh, immigrants, uh, which I think is the, the important distinction here, and this new plan will save those costs to the hard-working British taxpayer considerably. 
It's not actually illegal to seek political asylum in a country, though, is it? No, but if you if you arrive illegally, the, the, these people aren't coming through immigration checkpoints. They're they're choosing to get on these small boats but illegally. They'd be, they'd, be crossing. Turned, they'd be turned away, wouldn't they? Well, but you have to seek asylum through the proper channels. You can't just. But they do. They do seek asylum when they get to these shores, don't they? I mean, they've come from, quite frankly, some very hellish conditions. I mean, hideous conditions that you couldn't even imagine. I I wholeheartedly agree, and I'm no no fan of Calais myself. I think it's it's an appalling place, and yes, there are some cheap wine and cheap cheese, which our prime minister himself is very fond of, but. These people arrive, they, they choose to leave Minister, Minister, these people haven't just come from Calais. That's just a stop en route. They've come from some of the most godforsaken, hideous circumstances in the Middle East and further afield and now from Ukraine. And, and, and just to, you know, to actually say, oh, they've come from one stop away is insulting isn't it? it it's true they haven't come for one stop they've in many cases they've come through through italy and then through germany and then into france and through many other safe european countries before they choose to illegally cross the channel on these small boats so all we're suggesting is they come here on a small boat and we'll then send them out of the country on another small boat i don't so see what the problem is the details if you perhaps could uh, elaborate on them of course happy to so where are you sending these poor souls? Well, so now we were we were quite rightly we reviewed uh, the Rwanda plan, and there are some some horrible stories about their their record on human rights and yeah, the way they oh, treat people. Your your government commented on that less than eighteen months ago, and yet yes. you were proposing sending these people to that but locale. We've, we've listened to the feedback of the populace, which is the right thing to do, and and having raised concerns about the way people are treated in Rwanda, we've instead struck a deal to send them to the underworld. To the underworld? Yes. Not on this plane of existence? No, no, the underworld. So the, the government, and I myself, have, have met with Hades many times now. We've, we've struck Hades, the lord of the underworld. Hades himself, yes, of course. We're not dealing with underlings. We're, we're, you know, we're a respectful government. We, we deal with the head of state. So we, we've struck a deal with Hades, where we will we will transport these people on a small boat uh, to, to the underworld, and that's where they will live um, forevermore. Oh, so that the, they won't have their asylum sort of applications considered or sub- be supported in any way when they reach the underworld. That is a final destination for them. So they've come from a war situation in, you know, many places at the moment. Calais. Yes, and their final stop before they come to the UK is Calais. Yes. Um, and their reward when they make it to this country, which they've been seeking political asylum in, is that you damn them to hell forevermore. Well, the underworld, they will get permanent asylum in the underworld. We have assurance on, from Hades on that point. Yes. That the, these, they'll all be processed efficiently and speedily, and they'll be given permanent residence, permanent asylum in, in the underworld, yes. I think, I think most people who do actually make the trip to the underworld don't come back. Well, no, they granted permanent asylum. They don't want to get back, surely. And and the other thing is, as you quite rightly pointed out, a lot of these people come from Africa, sub-Saharan Africa, and from the Middle East, very warm places. And instead of our foggy little rock in the North Sea, we feel they'd be much better acclimatised to the conditions that Hades can offer them. 
to to actually exist in permanent damnation and well, be burnt alive forever. I think that's a very xenophobic viewpoint, if I may say so. The underworld. Well, for someone who's perfectly... just espoused such nastiness about Calais, I think perhaps uh, you shouldn't be casting such stones yourself. One thing that will be concerning to even the most hard-hearted listener out there would be the practical practicalities of this arrangement that you're proposing. Um, so the costs. How much is this going to cost the uh, UK taxpayer to actually send these poor souls to, to hell forevermore? Well, I mean, that's one of the primary benefits. It, it's a much more cost-efficient on the hard-working British taxpayer, unlike the Rwanda Agreement, which would cost tens of millions, potentially billions of pounds in the long term. What we're now proposing is, is we'll pay the ferryman a single piece of silver per small boat, and he will take these, these, these illegal immigrants yes, you... very safely across the river Styx straight into the underworld a single piece of silver and, and I we think we can get between six and eight people per boat for a single piece of silver did you appreciate the savings to the taxpayer that that brings Hades assures us that the the, the, the ferryman it has all his credentials he's fully trained it's not a dangerous passage of travel at all the river Styx itself is known for being very calm waters they're not choppy and they'll be delivered very safely uh, until Hades himself. Minister, thank you for coming in this morning and uh, explaining your latest despicable plan. Thank you very much. Thank you. One final thing, Minister. How do you sleep at night? Like a baby. And scene.